the Plumbing Marketing Profits Podcast. Interviews with million-dollar-plus plumbing and HVAC business owners on how they market and grow their companies in today's economy. Hear directly from the most successful leaders in your business and discover what they are doing to keep their phone ringing, trucks running, and businesses booming. With your host, Josh Nelson. Well, hey, everybody. This is Josh Nelson with the Plumbing Marketing Profits Podcast, and I'm really excited to to be able to interview Jeff Morgan and Tasha Everhart of um, Morgan Miller Plumbing. And they've done some amazing things with the growth and advancement of their company. Uh, they were recently featured on Facebook Business's case studies as a company that's just rocking it with Facebook advertising. And when I saw that, I knew I, I had to do whatever it took to get an interview scheduled and set up with these guys. So I'm very excited to introduce to the call uh, Jeff Morgan, who's the owner and president of Morgan Miller Plumbing, and Tasha Everhart, who's the, the marketing director. Thank you guys so much for joining us. You're welcome. It's an honor. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. And I've also got on the call Steve and Michelle, who are part of our team, but they also run the, the Social Plunge podcast, which you may have heard online on iTunes. And it really just talks about leveraging social media within your plumbing or HVAC business. So say hi, Steve and Michelle. Hello. Hey, <laughs> so let's let's just go ahead and dive right in and learn a little bit more about Morgan Miller Plumbing and kind of get some of the background. So if you guys don't mind, tell us just a little bit about the company, kind of the, the demographics, how long you've been in business, number of trucks, that type of thing. We've been in business 18 years. Yeah. We've got 12 service vans on the road, and that is growing daily, it seems. Wow. Thank you. Um, we're a residential and commercial service and emergency repair company. Okay. No new construction. So the new construction is not something that we do. We don't even do a lot of remodel work anymore. It's just mainly our revenues from service and emergency repair. Beautiful. Our revenue for 2015 is projected to be somewhere in the two and a half to 2.75 million. Awesome. Uh, last month we had our biggest month in just our history. We did right at three hundred thousand. Wow! Congratulations. So exciting to to be part of a of, of a vibrant, growing business, huh? Yeah. Thank you. It's exciting and stressful and sad and a lot of emotions all at once. Right. Right. <laughs> and so, just to give us a sense of the growth, I know that there's been a a consistent growth over the years, but it sounds like there's a velocity point where you guys started to see greater growth than ever. At what point do you feel like that shift took place where things started to accelerate a little bit? 2012, 2013 is when we really started to start to have to hang on. Last two and a half to three years. Okay. And approximately, so if we look back at 2011, what do you think your approximate revenue was at that point? One, seven, one, eight. Wow. Okay. So that's you've, you've gone up by about a million dollars just over the last couple of years in revenue, which is uh, phenomenal. Thank you. And it sounds like you're doing, you know, there's two ways to go about growth. There, there are certain companies that you hear about that they get aggressive with market, they grow, but they didn't have the people, they didn't have the systems, and it winds up hurting them as opposed to, you know, you guys had a long enough history that it sounds like you really had the, the right people and the right systems in place to manage that level of growth. We've had our ups and downs, Josh, over the last 18 years, certainly. Yeah. Uh, we used to do a lot of new construction. 
that kind of burned us even before 2008, which mm -hmm. is kind of the, the the year that everything started falling around the country. But yeah, um, yeah, we we certainly punted, uh, took a look at what we were doing, and um, now we're all about uh, the hiring. And, and you know, yeah, that is difficult. It's hard to find the people that that fit our model. We're not easy to work for, and we yep. like that. Yeah, um, um, but we do have a lot of fun. There's just certain people that fit our our lifestyle. Okay, I'm, I'm explaining that. Our company now. culture, more or less. Yeah. So, what are some of the aspects? I mean, if you could, since we're on the topic, what are some of the aspects of the uh, Morgan Miller culture? Um, it can't be about yourself. Okay. Um, it's always got to be about our vendors and our customers are, and our associates. Mm -hmm. um, we're looking for men and women that are career oriented instead of I just want a job. Mm -hmm. They seem to want to invest more of themselves in the company that way, mm -hmm. find those people. And if they don't fit, we don't really let them stay very long. Okay. So, so that's... We're very big on transparency, and so for transparency, it's kind of a big umbrella. Um, I mean, the transparency of your family, the loyalty, the motivation, the the personality aspect in general. Tr transparency is something, and being very empathetic are two of our very huge umbrellas that we need to see that you you project those things for us because the founding people who have been here and have built this and are running it now, we all we all show that, and we can pretty much determine within your first 90 days if you've got those characteristics that we're looking for because we'll know in your, you know, your attitude and the things we hear from customers, the follow-up and everything of that nature. Got it. So that's, that's really a big part of the success of the company outside of just marketing is getting the right people on board and, and knowing what you're about and the type of person that you need to get so that you can continue to not just grow the company, but provide exceptional service and have some sustainability to what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. We've learned the hard way. We can only charge as much as our, as our service is good. Right. And our service is only as good as the weakest link on the team. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's, you know, the, as we, as we talk with, with successful plumbing and HVAC contractors ac across the country, that's one of the biggest challenges that these companies are facing as they grow they know that they can provide the service, but getting good technicians, getting them trained, making sure that they're providing the type of service the company was built on is a major challenge. And I know you guys have some cool things you're doing with Facebook advertising to attract. So I'm excited to, to talk about that a little bit later in the interview, because I know that's something that, that just about all of our listeners are going to be excited to learn more about. And that has been phenomenal, and I'd love to expand on that later on. Beautiful. Beautiful. So actually, before I dive to the next section, at what point did Tasha enter the company as the marketing director and really help you guys? Tell me a little bit about Tasha's role within the, the company. Okay, she started four years ago, October. Okay. Um, I had already delved into social media two years prior to that, and my son was assisting me. Okay. Who's about the same age as Tasha. She's in her mid-20s now. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I should have broadcasted that worldwide. I'm familiar with that. Makes me sound younger, so that's fine. <laughs> um, 
So I already had quite a monster on my hands and knew I needed some help. And we found Tasha through a, a friend of ours, her mother, and she was in school at the time at, in college in a local university here in Kansas City, and she was uh, graduating with a communications major. So this was perfect for her. And she started uh, working for us part-time, but it was really full-time. She's going to school full-time. Tasha came in here, and she's a real whirlwind. She's got the energy of two or three of us. And the minute we hired Tasha, I knew it was a good hire because everybody around me said I was nuts. But <laughs> <laughs> I knew that I need, I knew what I needed. They did. You know what I mean? And, and so she came in and she instantly made us cool. <laughs> and so I'm sure a lot of the a lot of the people we um, listening to this would love to know how they can find that Tasha like person. I know that she's a diamond in the rough, but any <laughs> any specific insights on how you attracted her and kind of what the job description looked like in the front end? Did she come in as you know marketing or did she come in as something different? I just started. No, she came in as our marketing director. Okay. Uh, certainly took some time for us to learn what she could do and what she what 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 we needed exactly. Mm -hmm. um, but I just started asking people, and her mother, I got lucky. Her mother cut my hair for 35 years. All right. So I'm sitting there in the chair, and I jokingly said, you know, I'm so busy, and I've got so many meetings, I almost need a publicist. <laughs> just joking around. And her mother hit me in the arm and said, well, you're going to hire my daughter, Tasha. <laughs> I said, I am? She said, yeah, you are. And so I did. <laughs> nice. So That's I got awesome. lucky. We were just talking, you know. I was just talking to people and, and, and expressing what I needed. And now we do that through social media, and it typically it, it comes to us. We just hired a dispatcher uh, two weeks ago, um, and we didn't spend a dime. We put it out there on Facebook and had five excellent applications. Turn that into two wonderful interviews, and the gal's been with us almost a month, and I can tell she's going to fit real well. Nice. Nice. So we'll, we'll dive into that even more as we go. So every time I do these interviews, I, I like to talk about the, the four M's of the marketing triangle, which is message, market, and media. And you know, really, before you can have an effective marketing strategy for your plumbing or HVAC companies, you have to be very clear about your market. And that's the the who that you're selling to and really what the what the avatar for that person is, what their unique characteristics are. And I'm sure you guys have spent a lot of time thinking about that ideal target market. So just tell me a little bit about you guys' avatar in your particular market and who you're really selling to as a company. When we first started, who we're selling to is the homeowner yeah. and, and the business owner and the property management company. Okay. So that's who we're trying to attract. And I know that's, that's, a, that's a big oversight, but we have, when we produce our messages, we have specific, uh, what, what's the word I want to use? We have certain setups of different types of ideal customers and our, you know, the newlyweds who just bought a brand new home and yep. they're first time homeowners. We have the retirees who are wanting to make their home more handicap accessible, easier to, as you get 
older um, walk-in showers, things that people who have the money and who want to progress their home as they progress. Um, yep. We've got, you know, singles, can't forget about those singles out there, um, who have just bought a home as well. So there's, a, there's different, I, it's hard to just answer that. We don't have one set ideal customer. We have different scenarios of ideal customers for us. And you kind of cater your your messaging to those different uh, to those different groups. Maybe the elderly, the newlyweds, the recently moved in singles, et cetera. Et cetera. Yeah. Got it. Beautiful. And so the 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 next piece is the is the message, right? So when you're clear on who you're who you're selling to, um, it's really about how do you position yourself differently in the marketplace, which makes you more attractive to that particular audience. How do you got what what kind of messaging are you using and how are you positioning yourself uniquely in your in your service area? Um, we have two. This is I, I hate to be so political, but there's two different so, sort of messages that we'll send. We'll send a social message and we'll send more of our media message. Okay. Our media message we want to focus more on our values and who we are as a whole and the overall and the social we kind of loosen up a bit and we're very transparent. Um, again, going back to the transparency, it's, it's something that we've instilled and we constantly will message to everyone is we are who we say we are. You're not going to, the people that we post on media and social are the guys that will show up at your house. And that's a lot of the interaction that we'll get when we focus on, say, a spotlight on a service technician, something of that nature. A lot of the engagement we get is, Susie Homemaker has said, oh, James has come to our house. Oh, I love Chuck. He's wonderful. You know, we are who we say we are. We're your trusted advisors. We're not selling you stuff you don't need because of, you know, the values and everything that we kind of instill before the message needs to even go out. Right. So for you guys, the transparency and authenticity is key to your messaging. It's, look, these are the real people. This isn't a stock photo. This is the real guy. This is his backstory. Absolutely. And it resonates with customers that that guy actually shows up at their front door. Because being a service company, automatically, no matter what, we have a horrible stigma and reputation that we it's not going to go away. Slimy, scary, untrustworthy. I mean, if we, we've faced it and we've dirty. dirty yeah, I could go on for days of all the things we've heard. So why not just show who we are up front? And we're not lying when we say, here's the uniform, here's the van, here's the guy, here's who we really are. Get to know us before you need us and we'll be there. Nice. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And, you know, that really leads us to the to the part that everybody likes to think about when they think marketing, which is which is the media. And, you know, there's all of these different channels from direct mail to social media to email marketing to Internet and pay-per-click. What what type of media mix do you guys leverage to to generate new leads within the business? Um, we have your we have your television media. Mm -hmm. We have radio, but we're not doing radio in the traditional sense. We're on Pandora. All right. Because that's just where it's all going, seemingly. Yeah. And we've got our online advertisements, so we've directed and targeted local websites and are working through that to where we'll be on banner ads. Okay. And um, again, we've served them up to the certain target audience that we're talking to. Yep. And um, you don't want to forget about, it's not necessarily media, but your networking, like you put on here. It, it's really important to never forget the face-to-face -face stuff. It's just as important. And now today, people really focus on it. 
they forget about how nice it was to receive a thank you letter because people don't get those anymore, or a handshake, or remembering someone's name even. It's, it's huge, and it goes a long way. No we doubt. Belong, Josh, we belong to 16 different organizations. Wow. When we started snowballing that little train, we figured out that, you know what, there's several key employees or associates that work here that, that have passions, that mm -hmm. are involved in different organizations already. Maybe Morgan Miller Plumbing can help them be more involved in that organization, and they can attend the meetings once a month, once every other week. They get to leave the shop for three and a half to four hours and go do something completely different and get compensated for it, but they're out meeting the people. Yep. That's and awesome. There's no way that I could go to 16 different functions every month. And yeah. It's just the way. So it was really cool. So we started letting all the key associates here at Morgan Miller Plumbing participate in our networking. That made them invested in the company more. It gave them a change of scenery. It gave them a sense of, of being very connected to their company. Uh, they get to go have fun every now and again because most of those networking things, if you do it right, it is fun. <laughs> right. Uh, not a lot of free lunches and the evening ones, you get to have a beer sometimes. So yeah. it's a great way to network. Um, and, and you know what they say when you start going to these meetings, they'll come to us and they'll say, you know what, I saw your post yesterday. Oh, I saw your post last week. Oh, how's your daughter? I saw that on your Facebook. And yep. that's when you don't work. Absolutely. They're talking to you about it. Yep. Um, our direct mail, we, we only direct mail to our existing customers and we send okay. out postcards four times a year. Okay. Um, we don't blanket. Yeah, just to we touch did, base no. with our existing customers, just to let them know that, hey, we're still here. Mm -hmm. Here's a nice discount for being our customer. Um, Yelp is also huge in, um, with our industry. Uh, we get a 10 to 1 return on Yelp almost every single month. For And that's for paid, like your paid advertisements on Yelp, like the premium yep. listing. Okay. Yep. Awesome. Um, Ross just said to me four years ago, we need to we need to go into here, and I didn't know the word Yelp, what it meant. <laughs> but she was nuts. See, and that's what I meant about her instantly making us cool. Yep. She knows a lot of the other stuff. And in fact, our marketing company that's you know doing our TV commercials and helping us up with the Pandora ads and stuff, they're pretty young also, and so they know all that stuff. And um, when we first started getting onto Facebook, I wanted to connect. This was six and a half years ago, Josh. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking how powerful this tool is. If I can connect with the kids that are on here, 20 to 30 years old, yeah. in 10, five to 10 years, when they're 30 and 40 years old and they own the world, they'll already know us. Yeah. And that was my first thought about social. Plant media. those, plant those seeds early, right? Yeah. Well, what happened along the way is everybody my age. I'm 55 next month. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Uh, along the way, everybody my age got plugged in. So we, we were already established, we were already plugged in, we were already going, and then we attracted this whole other level of, uh, and thickness of, of, of cu potential customers because we were already there. Awesome. And I definitely I don't want to dive. people, but, uh, you know, it, it doesn't matter if you've been on for six and a half years like us or if you just started next week. There's going to be an update tomorrow, so everything's going to change. Yeah, and I, I definitely want to dive deeper into the into the Facebook specifics because I think that's that's a critical crux of it. Um, so, I mean, 
one of the cool things that you're telling me is you guys have a very diverse marketing mix and a very diverse marketing strategy. And, you know, for the listeners, the companies that are doing the best are not doing one thing. They're not just doing Internet marketing. They're not just doing Facebook. They're not just doing radio ads. They, they have a diverse mix that really helps them start to dominate and be the top of mind leader in their marketplace. And you guys are doing TV, radio, online ads on banner advertising, local networking, with which I think is huge. And most plumbing and HVAC companies just aren't involved in their local community at all. Um, you're direct mailing your existing customer base to drive that repeat and referral activity. Obviously, you're active with social media and online directories. If you had to look at that overall mix and kind of say what drives the most in terms of net new lead flow, what would you say is, is kind of your number one channel? Uh, that's so hard. Um, um, I would say online social and networking are, and I, I'm sorry, I know that's not just one, but it's really hard to pick. I'd say the real life networking and online slash social. So anything that really we've done in our social, I even consider Yelp kind of social. Okay. Um, that world for me, those have been probably our biggest revenue one specifically, yeah. um, if I had to pick. Awesome. Any Very, no, uh, uh, Facebook is no other ship. Yeah, that's why it's social. Yeah. Yeah, social falls falls directly into that. And um, yeah. That's that's awesome. You guys are definitely on the leading edge of the, leveraging those platforms to drive revenue. If I talk to 10 plumbing or HVAC business owners, nine of them would say, oh, social media, I spent a lot of money or I did a, you know, I did some social posts there and nothing happened. And so obviously you're doing something different and that's what I'm excited to, to dive into deeper. And um, But before we go there, um, I know we only have a limited amount of time, but I definitely do want to touch on the TV and radio strategy, what type of message are you putting out on those ads and on those radio ads? Um, what, what kind of messaging is that? Is, is it just one centralized ad? Hey, if you need a plumbing company, we're your guys? Or like, what, what, is, what are those ads kind of messaging? Um, on the TV ad, we're, we're seasonal on that. You know, typically in the winter, we'll do water heaters. Okay. Um, in the summer, we'll do drain work, and our TBS up to this day have been pretty serious. We don't get uh, well. My wife said, uh, "Don't embarrass me." That's <laughs> so, you know, we don't we don't try to oversell, um, or we really don't sell at all. TV is more of a awareness, top of mind, remind you of who we are. We have a, a little call to action in there. Um, but again, it's focused more on who we are overall than call us, we're great. Oh, is your garbage disposal clogged? We'll help. It's more of, hey, we're here if you need us. Very okay. subtle. Got it. And are you running that on the same channels pretty much again and again in order to hit that same audience or... What's your network uh, diversification strategy? Um, we hit a couple of different stations. I think right now it might be two, and we're hitting you know different times during the day. And the one that we're up, we're will will go live in August with. We're actually going to switch up the time, so kind of beta test if what see who and what kind of audience we get a feedback on with those. But okay. generally they're going to be steady stations. We're adding one in August, and again changing up the times just to beta. Got it. 
Beautiful, beautiful stuff. And I, I really like what you said about getting your team, which have certain interests and certain passions, and letting them be the ones to attend the networking events. It's not just the owner that has to hold that responsibility. We can get them all engaged. And it sounds like from your experience, those team members enjoy getting out of their daily routine and, and being able to be part of the community, which gives them more pleasure in their job, but it also gives your company this this greater footprint in the marketplace. Oh, it's, it's just worked wonders, and a lot of that's just accident. I mean, it's just, you don't know how good it's going to work until you do it. Right. But uh, they like to say, you know, you got to change some things up. Everything's changing, and, and you can't just sit here. you yep. got to move. And it, 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 helps, it helps connect the guys who are actually out in the field with the people who, you know, are in the office all day. Because, you know, at times in these service companies, there is a line. There's the people who are, think that the people in the office may just, you know, kind of hang out. It, it is a way to, what's the word I'm thinking of, kind of merge, merge and mesh us all together as one. Because the people in the techs who are out there doing the plumbing go to these networking events. Then they'll come in the next day and, and be like, how do you guys do this all the time? That was not easy. I enjoyed it. But it's a way to kind of connect us and, you know, merge us all as a company and a whole team together. Right. I like that. It kind of brings down some of the barriers where they're getting to get insights into sides of the company they would have never seen otherwise. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then and then we get to go with special guest stars when they have their big events. Right. And that makes Feel like big shot. Yeah. Yep. The boss is gonna be with him today. <laughs> the, the the rock star the rock star treatment. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So again, I, I think that the, the the diversification that you guys have is is critical to the success. And now I really want to talk really a little bit of depth about the specifically the Facebook advertising because again your company was featured on Facebook for Business as the case study. It, it talked about a 39-time return on investment, $2,000 a month in, I mean, a week in, in additional sales. And something that I'm really excited about, because I know that the listeners are going to want to hear about, is uh, recruiting almost 30% of your new talent through Facebook. And yeah, that's those a numbers are all pretty old, Josh. Yeah. They're probably more now. <laughs> They're outdated, right? It's, you guys are even uh, better that. Was that was March now. of 2014. Okay. Uh, that probably was published in April or May yep. of that year. Okay. Josh and I were invited to Facebook headquarters. Nice. Uh, her and when my son worked here, they asked me to go on and read blogs about customer service and plumbing and make comments about them uh, as Morgan Miller Plumbing and, and you'll help our SEO. In other words, get out of our office is what they were saying. Right. So I made a comment about a blog that was written about the vice president of small business for Facebook. Okay. Um, Dan Levy is his name, and it's still his job. Actually, he's, he got promoted. He's, he's like the overseer of it all. He's a beautiful man. Anyway, <laughs> so I, I write this comment it's real, just about how Facebook had changed our company and changed me and changed the perception I had of our company, mm -hmm. which, by the way, is what – social media does, but we'll talk about that later. Okay. Um, so he, Dan calls us the next day and introduces himself, and Tosh and I are dancing around. In their, wow. in their Once we realized it wasn't a fake call and it, we weren't being, like, catfished or something. Right. No, this is, this is really the guy, right? 
Yeah, like, oh, my gosh, this is really him. It's not some person who is scamming us. So we started talking every month and as on a conference call about what we did this month and how's it going and what are we doing and what can Facebook do. And then they let us do some testing for them behind the scenes on screens that weren't published yet. Okay. That was kind of cool. And every time they'd call, I'd end the conversation with Dan, you know what? just invited us out to Palo Alto someday, we could get a lot more done uh-huh. than the early conference calls once a month. February 2014, he says, and by the way, we're putting a small business council together of 12 different companies around the nation, and we want you to represent the home services company. Wow. And we want you to come out in March next month to our headquarters and, and have a chat. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Then we peeled ourselves off the ceiling and we went out there. Yep. And and this is all, talking to you, Josh, is a dream come true. I mean that. I mean, I've been following you for years. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. Doing. And, and to be able to sit here and look at a big, giant mural of our beautiful city, Kansas City, Missouri, and be talking to one of the leaders in our industry, um, all because of social media, just blows my mind. Awesome. So what happened in what happened? Tell us a little more about what happened in in Palo Alto. Well, we spent two days out there. We got to meet Cheryl Sandberg. Yeah. She was the COO of or she is the COO of Facebook, self-made billionaire. Wow. Um, everybody stopped in their tracks when she walked in the room. Talk about rock stars. <laughs> I went up to her and asked her to shake her hand because I'd never touched a billionaire. Yeah. <laughs> If you haven't noticed, Jeff is more of the, I have to kind of keep him in line sometimes, and I borderline think that's why I was hired four years ago. <laughs> so, but, but before we were done, Cheryl was asking if we could come fix some of the plumbing, and I told her we could be out here by morning without a problem. Absolutely. Um, so now for the last year and a half, we belong to this small business council. We throw ideas to each other. We visit with each other. Um, we have regular meetings. We talk about new stuff coming up. Right, and the actual summit, the two-day summit, it was a way for them to pick our brains of different small business users of Facebook of how we could either do things better, capitalize on what we have, and focus a little more on that, what irritations that we all focus on and have, because some of the people that were there, they run different platforms. You know, one person may have a restaurant and the other person has a jewelry auction site on Facebook. So it was a way to pick 12 different types of businesses' brains all at once. Yeah. And um, that's, I mean, so that you, I mean, listeners, you guys are hearing directly from pretty much as close to the source as you can get um, of people that have actually been to Facebook, they've gotten the inside information, and they've rolled out strategies that even the numbers that I have up on the screen, it's exponentially better than that, I guess is what you're telling me now, right? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, Josh, we thought about doing something similar to what you're doing or to coach or to teach or do community-based stuff. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it takes tenacity, and, yeah. and we haven't found too many that will just stick with it. Right. It's a crucial thing. You just can't say, oh, I did that for a month. Right. You know, you can't just sign a check and give it to somebody. That's not being social. Yeah. Um, 
We have not run the numbers for quite some time, but I would say the per week number, if it's not 2,500, it's probably closer to $3,000 a week. Wow. The recruiting is every person that we hire is through Facebook now. Wow. Uh, we hired three men in June. And one woman. And one woman. Don't forget about the lady. Yeah, the lady. <laughs> um, and each one of them came from Facebook. Yep. They studied our Facebook page. They said they've been following us for quite some time and like what they see. Have uh, we got any openings? And then, you know, when they see that we've got an ad running on Facebook for plumbers, um, that's when we get some really good calls. They jump, they jump right in. Men that are working and women that already have jobs. Yep. Yeah. Which typically for us, and I know out there the industry wide, you're talking to people who don't have work, who are out of a job or have been fired. And yeah. That's not typically who stays here very long. Yeah. You know, You've these guys that we're attracting now already have pretty good jobs. They just want something nicer. You've tapped into the to the the hidden gem, which is the very best technicians, the very very best plumbers are working somewhere, right? Right. Yeah. I've read that a million times, and so have you. You've probably posted about it. Yep. And so you guys are now leveraging Facebook to get to those guys that are working somewhere that are good, that aren't going to get fired, but just happen to be attracted to your culture because of the way you're positioning yourself and the, like you said, the authenticity that you're projecting. Yeah. Uh, through social media and your networking and, and industry involvement. And it might be just one more time, that one time when the boss just treats them like they don't want to be treated and they've just got to make that change. Change is hard. I started this company 20 years ago because I didn't like the way I was being treated or I'd still be there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I guess when we talk about social media and specifically about Facebook, there's there's a couple different aspects and a couple different elements. There's the there's the social part, which is how you set up your pictures on the on the profiles and the type of posts that you're putting out. And I think that's a critical part that I want to kind of pick you guys' brain about. And then the other part is other than just posting updates, leveraging social and the paid platform, the paid advertising to attract likes and to attract business. So let's start with the first side of the equation, which is just how you guys are positioning yourself and the type of content that you found to be most effective in your in your posting strategy. Um, for our posting strategy and for social in general, it's you don't want to make it about you. Um, you uh, you can't make it about you. You can't make it that we're plumbers. Call us. We're awesome. Sell, sell, sell. Buy, buy, buy. It's a you have to make it a way of we're here we're giving you this and here see a picture of a unicorn and a puppy and stuff like that. So we're, we're making it about us, but we're not. But the key importance is that you're seeing the logo and name of our business 365 days a year. Mm -hmm. So you're subliminally seeing Morgan Miller plumbing, but our posts may not necessarily be about plumbing. Right. I mean, if you look through the history of our posting, it's, maybe once every two weeks that we do post about plumbing. Well, tell them about yesterday's post. Oh, so it's been really disgusting hot here. Um, so hot, not still air. So we found a picture of when it was a bad snowstorm in one of our vans that was just completely covered. But you could perfectly see Morgan Miller plumbing on that van. 
but was covered in snow, so we it was a simple message of on days like today's, don't forget this. You know, right. or you're reminded by this. We and we didn't, didn't about yeah, that. we didn't say, call us, it's so hot, you need this. We said that. We got so much engagement off of that. People were like, thanks for the perspective. Others were posting memes on there of themselves melting. It was hilarious. <laughs> but, again, it's a way to interact and say, hey, we're Morgan Miller Plumbing without saying, call us, we're plumbers. Is your sink back up? Is your sub hub not running? Exactly. And, and you know, in, in kind of browsing through at least a year worth of the history that I saw on your, on your <laughs> Facebook page, it's very, like you said, it's very authentic and it's very transparent. The cover picture is a picture of the team. The posts are pictures of the guys, interesting, you know, humorous items. Um, they're pictures of you guys doing CrossFit together, which I'd love to, to learn more about. You guys have like a a CrossFit community that you work out together with? Uh, yeah, yes-ish. Yes -ish. Uh, a year ago, it was January, we started a, a new branch here in this company called uh, Dream Makers. Okay. And uh, it's kind of my pet project right now, and it, we're just trying to learn what each other's dreams are and their goals and our goals and work together to, to fulfill those. And so some of those are working out, and we've kind of teamed up with a local CrossFit who, for some of their, as you know, CrossFit's very unconventional, so mm -hmm. they like to use unconventional things. And yep. I think last year's Melee, they pulled our vans. They had a fleet of five or six of our vans and had a rope, a team of four, and literally pulled our vans as one of their heats. Okay. So it's that's been a, that's fun and very unconventional, but it's been a great little team up and great exposure. Oh, that piece of pipe that kid's carrying has got a gallon and a half of water in it. Mm -hmm. And they had to do three squats every 10 yards and multiply those those squats by an extra three each time. So Again, just unconventional selling plumbing without actually selling plumbing because there's nothing glamorous, fun, shiny, or awesome about plumbing. We figured out a long time ago, Josh, that nobody was going to follow our page if all we were going to do was try to sell you. It's like being at a networking event and passing out 12 cards and expecting everybody to call them. Mm -hmm. Right. So we had to start telling a story. Mm -hmm. And the story is us. Yep. But, you know, we're already plumbers, and you're, we're expected to be good plumbers, and that's the expected thing, and why would we want to brag about that too much? What we want you to do is let you know that we're here and remember us, and yep. how are we going to do that? It's got to be compelling. So five, six years ago, we had a lot of puppy dogs and old toilets and stuff like that. Um, it's changed and evolved. We used to post a lot on the weekends because no businesses were doing weekends. But now everybody is. And so on weekends and on the big holidays, we usually kind of just stay back because how many pictures of the American flag do I have to look at today Right. when I'm looking at Facebook? Right. I don't mean to disparage the flag. I'm just using that as an example. Right. Not whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we stay out of politics. We stay out of religion. We stay out of local sports across state lines here regionally. We've got a Missouri and Kansas basketball football teams that don't like each other very well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if we're posting about one side or the other, then we're losing customers. We're losing 50% of potential clients just yeah. because they're yeah. not. Got to be careful. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you've also got to be careful on your personal pages because mm -hmm. 
I know as a habit, I'll go look at if we're if we've got a new vendor and he's a rock star in uh, helping us repair sheetrock. I'm going to look to see who he really is. Right. And I'm going to go look on his personal page, and if there's a bunch of stuff on there that I don't happen to like, or somebody else might not like, then you know that tells me a little bit about him. And that's I know our customers do that too. No they doubt. Become one, right? Yep. And so you got to be real careful about that. Definitely. Much as I like to scream and yell and holler, what my position is on everything in the world, you just can't. That's not why we're doing this. No, yeah, yeah, and I think that's that's a that's a great uh, great point. You got to be careful, and it's not the place to to extol your your religious beliefs or your you know things that that might be a little bit controversial and turn certain people off. Right, right, and there's no need for that. Yeah. So I think one of the you know the the key insight from this for for the listeners is they've got this this vibrant social media community, and the strategy isn't here's a coupon, here's why we're great. Here's why you should hire us today. And they're not like rotating services on their social media profile every day. They're being authentic. They're putting pictures of their team. They're putting out updates. They're talking about the local community. And they're, they're really just being authentic. And so when it shows up in their, in their fans and their followers' feed, it's not something that's a turnoff. It's something that it's a natural fit and it, and it makes a lot of sense. And then you know what happens, Josh? What's that? They'll call our office, and if, and if your followers and your folks do this, and they post every day, and they, they stick with it, and then 12 months from now, when they start to really see the differences. Or even six months. Social media is very, I mean, quick. Someone will call, and they'll say, I don't know how long I've been following you. I don't know why I even started, but now I need you. Yeah. We and get they- that almost every day. So, you know, they always say people need to know, like, and trust and trust you before they'll they'll hire you. And you're giving them an opportunity to get to know, like, and trust the authentic Morgan Plumbing. before we're even needed. Right. And when those. they're out playing in their little games and somebody says they need a plumber. Oh, yeah. We get, um, you know, you get notifications when somebody mentions your page. We get a lot of notifications of people who've mentioned us off of somebody who's like, ah, my toilet is backed up, or my kitchen faucet is spraying everywhere, I need a plumber, or who knows the one. We'll be on that thread once, and not, not to sound cocky, but maybe there may even be times we're mentioned three or four times to be humbled by it. We're very honored that people even took time to mention us, yeah. but for that to be showing up on our end is, is huge and shows growth exponentially on our inside. Absolutely. So the next question really is, you've got a good strategy, you know exactly what you're posting. How do you get new followers? I mean, obviously, you're not tapping into this phantom group of people out in cyberspace that are liking your page. It's obviously people in your local area. It's people that you maybe have done business with. But what's the strategy to get people to like the page after or during service? That's a real good question. If it's somebody that's just coming into the game, but they've got a personal page, ask your friends and relatives to join your business page. It's real easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's your start, Yep. right? That's your practice. 
Um, we don't usually go on. The only time I've ever gone on and actually asked people to like us is when we had 666. Long time ago when we only had 666, he was like, please, somebody like us. We need something to get past that number, right? <laughs> yeah. He was like, I just can't do this. But for us now as growing and we've got, you know, got a little bit of our name out there, we will run page like campaigns. Okay. But message isn't going to be hi, we're your trusted advisors and we're so awesome. It's going to be uh, Lionel Richie music and it's going to be like, hello, is it us you're looking for? Yeah. Something very off the wall that they're automatically going to like us because they laughed or they found it creepy, which is even funnier. You know, stuff like that to where they know we, we don't take ourselves too seriously, but business, of course, is something we take highly seriously. But we get page likes based off because our content is – I don't want to say the word good because it's so on, it's just not exciting, but it is. Right. <laughs> Here's a couple other things, John. Okay. And something that Facebook doesn't even show really is we got almost 300 businesses following mm. us. Yeah. Um, and I keep track of that um, and update that all the time. And those businesses that are following us, I attract those businesses, or we do, by going online as Morgan Miller Plumbing and engaging in other posts. Okay. Other businesses. All right. And, and, you know, we get this a lot, too. I had a plumber, but you guys have liked a bunch of my stuff for the last two months. I have to use you. Right. So just what? showing showing the, the social love and liking their liking their posts. And right, yeah. right. Because it's only natural. It's human nature. For if if I like this guy's stuff for the next three months, he's gonna like my page. Yep. It's it, because it's a, a reciprocal, and, and and that's how the social part works. Yeah. I'll go on as Morgan Miller Plumbing and and make comments on people's comments. Mm-hmm. And, and lo and behold, the next day, they're a friend of ours on, yeah. or a fan of ours on, on my business page. Beautiful. So those little strategies that don't really cost you any money. Yeah. Then you've got somebody that's really your fan. I didn't say, and we've done contests or given out tickets to Royals game, baseball games and stuff like that. We uh, Infrequently, when we get free tickets to something, when we want to give them away. But that's, there's some competitors of ours that that's all they do, and they've got three times the fan base we do, but nobody's engaging in any of their posts because all they do is, is give stuff away, and that's when they get the engagement. But if they, uh, they've got anything else, nobody's even paying attention to their page. Right. So it's like they've got nobody still. Yep. They have, they have a 1,000 likes, but no, no actual followers or engage, engagement. Right. right, because they're not being social. Yeah. You've got to go out there and, and play the game, and that's all it is. It's a big video game. So how do you find – I really like that concept of liking the business page, kind of following what they're writing, liking it, um, engaging in their comments, and, and you know adding value through commenting. How did you identify which companies you were going to like and um, you know, start that process with? That's a good question. <laughs> so, you know, property management companies. Okay. They've got pages, restaurants, yep. they've got pages, community service pages, um, chamber of commerce pages that are active and, and vibrant. Yep. Um, I'll go on, and if a page is paging or posting every day, like we do, it's more than likely I'm going to go onto their site. If they're only pay, posting every other month or every three months or, or 
when something fantastic happens to them in their life or in their career, I won't even join that page because they're not really playing it. I want people that are playing it. Yep. New pages that are trying real hard but don't have a big following because I know that there's a Tasha or a Jeff behind that screen struggling to make contact with people mm -hmm. and that inevitably they'll turn into a fan of ours and then we'll see them at a local networking event and it's like meeting rock stars. Yeah. <laughs> it's really neat. Oh, hi, Josh. I've, I've watched your page for two and a half years, and now we finally get to meet. Yeah. Makes life kind of tastier. No doubt. <laughs> no doubt. I love that. Hey, Steve and Michelle, any any questions or thoughts or you know things you want to add? I don't want to leave you guys out of this. Um. Yeah. No. Uh, actually, you know, we, you know, you guys touched first. First off, love the identity. I love the strategy of the posting. You know, we've uh, we've used you guys as showcase. Uh, on the social plans for like a brief moment when we talked about uh, how important social advertising is because a lot of these plumbers, they steer away um, from the importance of social media and, you know, having a true identity using social media. And uh, just back to the process that you guys would talk about with hiring your employees, um, did you guys set up campaigns while doing that or was that uh, strictly organic? Um, not a campaign. We would boost a post. Right. That's what. Okay. Um, but we wouldn't set up a whole campaign on it. We we would just focus more on one single message because we didn't need to format it and use different things generally. And we can target friends of people who already like us, as right. you know. And so it was easier just to do a boosted post versus a whole campaign. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's what I. That's what I figured. Still got to have people that are already watching your page in order for it to work. Yeah. Yep. Of course. If you don't have any engagement, um, it's difficult. Um, you guys seem like big risk takers, and I'm kind of interested in knowing um, how you decided when something wasn't working, or how you kind of measured when you flopped, if you ever did in your social media. Because I know. Um, Oftentimes, it's, a, it's about experimentation, and that can get a little yeah. difficult for other plumbers. Yeah, we, um, we flop whenever we make it about ourselves. When, you know, the, we've done tips and stuff like that every now and again, but nobody wants to be tipped about their plumbing on social media. Of course. Right. I mean, they, they just want, uh, how much time do you give anybody when you're scrolling up and down your page? 1.2 seconds? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> if that. <laughs> so nobody cares, and then it's just, I'm just going to unfollow them. So, but if you've got a picture of your granddaughter, or your baby, or your dog, or whatever, or it's something cute and funny and, and fast, that's when you start learning where you can get traction. And like Tasha said a little while ago, it doesn't matter what you post as long as they see your logo. And corner and, and day after day after day. But like you were, I mean, we learned early on that we couldn't make it about plumbing and what we could do for you. We made it like, hey, we're just here. What's going on? What's everyone up to? We made it very 
relationship based and we made it like we were friends. We have people who we've never met, but when they do meet us, they'll even specifically say, I feel like I already know you guys. And that's, that's exactly what we learned early on. It's more relationship based than I'm going to try to make a business connection right here because we would flop when we did do that. I like that. It's a very holistic approach. It is. You know, we work we work with like a, we work with hundreds of plumbing and HVAC co- uh, contractors, and a lot of them, they they don't necessarily understand the importance of that the personality, the per, you know the people that actually work for the company. Mm-hmm. You know, when we we preach to them that that is actually a huge ordeal to see the face of you know that person that's coming to your house. You know, it create it creates much more engagement, much more people wanting to, uh, you know, comment like you were saying, like, oh, you came to my house and, you know, fixed right. my, my drain, you know. So I think that is a huge, a huge thing. And, I, and that's why we preach to our, our, uh, our clients that personalized post is, is so important. Well, and, and don't quit preaching it because the people who it's working for will stand right behind you and say, yeah, listen to this guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what, I guess one question I want to kind of drill down on, because I think we touched on it for a moment. So obviously social media, Facebook, you know, you have to have the page, you have to have a, a strategy, how often you're going to post and what types of things you're going to post. You have to have a way to get the people to, to actually to the page to like it. I think we've covered all of that. And then there's a whole other aspect of like campaigns and, um, you know, pay-per-click campaigns and paper conversion type campaigns. Do you guys run, I know you said you do some like campaigns, do you run any other type of paid advertising campaigns through uh, Facebook at this point? Yes, we do. Um, we will either have it correspond with what we are doing online uh, on our banner ads, or we'll just have a specific landing page done up for our website okay. that we can then drive website clicks over, and they'll see they get a special Sounds cheesy, but like special Facebook offer, but it it gets them over there. We can then grab their attention that way. Okay. And so yeah, that we'll we'll do campaigns, and it may be water heater, mainline, website clicks. We'll, we we do a lot of testing, and because we do like to see what works and what doesn't work, right. and we do a lot of beta testing off of the images as well. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we've come to a conclusion that uh, Facebook is a little bit stickler on their terms and conditions. you got to be careful as far as, um, you know, the, being text-heavy. Uh, oh, absolutely. You know? That's why yeah. some of our stuff can't even be campaigns because the images that we've generated exactly. are all <laughs> text-based. Right, right. And so how are, you guys, how are you guys targeting within those paid campaigns? Do you just do it based on uh, – Proximity? Are you drilling down into proximity plus home ownership, or what types of variables are you putting in for the, the targeting on those campaigns? If you don't mind uh, sharing. No, um, actually, you you nailed it. We focus really a 50 mile radius uh, of our whole metropolitan area, along with homeowners only. Okay. So that sounds very uneventful in the response to that, but really just that. We want enough of an audience that our frequency, that we can run it for, say, our best. We've noticed our best is over the weekend. So we'll run it, what do we generally do, Thursday through Tuesday. Okay. So we will get that. And if our frequency hits over two, we know we're hitting people. 
and I don't want to use the word we're annoying them, but they've seen it enough that they're looking right over it at that point. So we've created a big enough audience because we have a lot of cities in our 50-mile radius here. Yeah. And then also that are homeowners, that if we only hit it for a short amount of days, we're not annoying people. They've either, you know, grabbed a hold of the message that we're sending or we'll target them and we'll get them later with a whole different image but the same message. Right. And this may be a huge um a huge light bulb moment for the for the listeners in that with Facebook, and it sounds like common knowledge to, to you, Tasha, and, and to those of us on this call, but um, you can go into Facebook, set up an advertising campaign, choose a specific geographic target, set some demographic filters, and you might not want to get more detail than just they own a home. And right. you can put advertisements that's going to show up for them two, three times. And what you guys have proven that probably 99% of the other plumbing companies and HVAC companies don't believe is that with the right message behind that ad, you can drive leads and a, and a significant return on investment through that type of advertising. Absolutely. It's never been easier to find a customer nor a customer to find you in the history of mankind. Yep. <laughs> now that's a, that's a quotable statement right there. <laughs> Use it. I got it registered. All right. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's trademarked. No big deal. Very cool. But it's not just Facebook. If people, you know, Facebook is kind of the party. It is our mothership is what we call. But we're heavy on LinkedIn, too. We just got reached out by, uh, oh, I don't remember what the guy's title was. He's the executive editor for LinkedIn that works at, in New York, New York. And uh, we were just part of a, a nice little article he did because they've got now a million people writing articles. Wow. On so if somebody's hesitant about jumping on the Facebook page party, LinkedIn is more professional and, and, and is another place to, to show vibrancy, to show that you're relevant, to show that you're in the game. Um, and we post on that every day, too. Yeah, I mean, definitely, those are probably the two um, best channels for for home service type businesses, Facebook and, and LinkedIn, to because there's a large audience and the people that are active in those communities are checking in a couple times a couple times a day. So you have All the right. ability to to really remain top of mind with them with with strategic posting. And then and then there's Pinterest. Okay. And what I started fooling around with with Pinterest, uh, you create a board. And, yep. and it's like for me, for us, uh, it might be Kansas City. And everybody's probably got one of their own hometowns. But there's a lot of people in this city that have a board similar to that name. And I'll go onto their board and, and share their pictures that they've already got and love their stuff and like their stuff. And then all of a sudden, they're wondering, what is Morgan Miller Plumbing doing liking my stuff? What have they got? Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, they get on my Facebook page and they become our friends. Nice. Yep. Yeah, Pinterest is huge for home improvement, any kind of design. Right. Yeah, and it's all a game, and just play it. Yeah. Right. I think the, the insight that you're sharing that, that a lot of people don't get and they haven't really um, connected with is that you're giving first to the whole concept of reciprocity. You're going out, and you're liking their stuff. You're commenting on their stuff. The fact is people are putting out social and most of the time they're getting crickets. There's nobody liking anything they're doing and they feel like it's going into a void. And so you're coming in as the, the knight in shining armor saying, hey, that was cool. 
liking it and doing it again and again to the point where they're like, well, this this guy's cool. I want to see what he's up to. And so you can't just do social media in a vacuum. It's it's really got to be a, a social experience. Yeah, social networking. Yeah. And, you know, in the middle of networking is the word work. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And it does take tenacity, Josh. I mean, you can't just do it for a month and then turn it off for a month and then turn it back on for a month because people see that. Right. And that's not... That's transparent, isn't it? But it's not the kind of transparency you want to see. You want to see somebody really constantly working it, and it takes tenacity. It takes time, and you got to not give up. And you can't say, well, I don't feel like posting today. Yeah. Josh and I have those moments, and we don't feel like it, and that's when when you're really rolling. You save some in your, in your folders so that those days when you really don't feel like even talking to anybody, you still got something you can put out there. Right. You can't say, I don't want to do it today. It's like saying, I don't want to pick up a pie wrench today. Well, neither do I, but you know what? I want to eat. Yeah. <laughs> you got to work it. You got to work it. Yeah, and that's what you guys are doing, and it's a beautiful thing. You're trying to share this message to the world. It's, it's, uh, it's really cool to be affiliated with you. Well, we're, we're really thrilled to have had this opportunity to, to interview you guys. On the, on the topic of some days you don't want to post. Do you guys leverage any tools to help make things easier like Hootsuite or, or any of those types of tools? Or do you just literally log in and daily post a, post an update? Um, we don't do Hootsuite, but we will schedule out posts. We, you know, if we know we're going to be on vacation or mm -hmm. if we're the week before we go on vacation, if you're just tapping out already, um, we'll schedule posts. But we don't do Hootsuite because generally people will start to recognize that it's uh, robotic, right. and that not really being social because it's same time, no interaction, no engagement, no responses back. Right. Um, not that it's not a great tool, but if you're doing it all of the time and you're not actually getting on there as a real person, it kind of defeats the whole purpose. Right. So you will schedule, but you're not using any tool just to put in a hundred posts and say, okay, we're going to call it a day. You're coming up with unique things to put out on a couple of days or at least on a weekly basis. So it's very topical and it's very timely. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. And things can change dramatically, as you know. Yeah. You break the news all the time. you got to post something. But uh, you know what social media does, you guys and gals? Yeah, we'll watch it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it makes you, it forces you to look at, and you guys can teach this to your customers. It forces you to look at your company from another perspective as to how people are looking at you. And you, you, you start to look at your company differently. I've had it explained to me like, a, like you're in a helicopter looking down on your company. And you're saying, well, if this is what people are seeing, is that really what I want them to see? I need to change some things. Yep. And you do that every day. And after a while, your company has changed. Yeah. Because you're concentrating it from a different angle and and you're also keeping relevant and it just forces you to be a better business and to be with today's technology. Yep. Uh, so I don't, I don't want to beat a dead horse cause I feels like I'm coming back to this again and again, but so you've got a so social media page set up with a good branding, good messaging. You're updating on a consistent basis You've got a strategy to get likes and to get people to engage. Um, you've got some strategic campaigns running to the targeted audience. 
Now, our, and we touched on this a little bit, but this is something that I think is huge, is how you're recruiting new technicians and new employees through social media. Um, it sounded like Tasha mentioned this wasn't a paid strategy. It was more just putting out a post we're looking to hire and then boosting it. Is that correct or is there more to it than that? Um, no, it's really that. Uh, we've also, it's on social per se. Um, on our website, we've created a company culture page. So really all it is, is it kind of, for the little moment, does talk about us as a company. Something we don't do on social is talk about us a whole lot. Mm -hmm. um, so some awards that we've won, accomplishments as a whole, just pictures of us that you've either seen on social media or that we've come up with because we hang out outside of work. It's, it's a small little page, and at the end of it, you know, it shows everybody's headshot, and then that last one's a little, you know, icon of this could be you. So then from there, by the end of that page, they can fill out an inquiry form. And sometimes we'll, we'll shoot that out to people, but really it is just social, and then we'll direct them over there to let them see a little more about who we are and what our goals are. And didn't we have to test that a few times? I mean, oh, yeah. we put an ad out there and just laugh at ourselves because nothing happened. Right. <laughs> so, so we went back and we refined the ad and we made it clearer and we made it better and, and, and different. And, and then what we noticed is if, if we did put out the ad and we did create this company culture page, that, that was almost the missing piece that was letting people – we were, we were kind of nudging them a little, but this was the final push for them to finally say, okay, this company looks like somebody that we have the same goals and values and aspirations as a company and even an employee or associate of a company. I, we have very same ground for. Okay. So, so really it's a function of you've built up this, this vibrant localized community of people that have liked the page you're putting out fresh content on a consistent basis, which is very authentic. And people are, are really starting to get the sense, this is a cool company. It's a solid organization. They've heard of you because you're really well networked in the area. Um, they've seen your TV ads. They've heard your radio ads. They're seeing you on social media on a consistent basis. And so when you put up a boosted post that's getting to your friends, uh, boosted post will also get to the friends of the friends who have liked your page then they're seeing that you guys are hiring and that really attracts the people to at least click the page. And then they get to see about really more in deep detail what you guys are about, what your unique culture is, which resonates with them. And that pulls in not just applicants, but the right fit applicants. Absolutely. That's awesome. That's beautiful. We, we, went, to, uh, we went to a uh, masterminds class two months ago. Okay. Um, and when we were selected to present, uh, we didn't know what to present. There was probably 25 things we could have presented that was wrong with our company, maybe 2,000. But we chose how do we hire better. Mm -hmm. Before we even went to the event, we'd started to unlock some of the secrets that came up with this company culture page. Okay. So just thinking about that question... Yeah. Right. It forced us to answer the darn question and get it done. And to focus, to get out of your mundane, everyday problems that we all face and focus a little more, again, helicopter view mm -hmm. of a specific question and problem that you're having 
and you start answering it like you don't even work for the company. You, you answer it almost in the sense of you hit yourself and you're like, why didn't I ever come up with that before? That's brilliant. And it was great. And since that masterminds class, we've hired four associates. And I'm telling you, it worked. And we, we answered, again, they helped us. But you answered you're almost, you're all your questions preparing for the presentation. Just thinking about it and, and applying the focus to it. What, what type of mastermind group was that? Was that one of the industry groups or was that just a localized group? That was one of our industries, one of our networking groups that we belong to. Because um, that's, that's one of the questions we like to ask because as I, you know, as I talk with highly successful individuals and companies like you guys, I always like to share that the, you know, the successful people aren't just in the field doing their day-to-day. -day. They're working in the business. They're working on the business. They're training, they're learning new things, they're masterminding with other people that are on a similar track, people that might be smarter than them. So what, what groups are you guys involved in, uh, if any, on, a, on an ongoing basis? There's some uh, networking groups uh, here in town that have been around a long time that aren't necessarily <clears throat> the BNIs or... The PHCCs uh, or the QSC, uh, the next... I, I don't real well in those groups because I, I don't like... <laughs> To bring As lead. you can imagine, he's a little uh, out there. A little bit different, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That sounds good. But I'm real good at community-based groups. A lot of people like to downgrade chambers, but that's where everybody's the people that are moving and shaking are plugged in. Yeah. Um, but there's people in those groups who will then lead you to another group. Mm -hmm. If you start participating in a, a local chamber, we belong to four or five different chambers. You start participating and you start to meet these people, and they see that you're participating. They're going to take you to the side. And they're going to say, you know what? I belong to this other group that you could belong mm -hmm. to if you'd like. If you'd like to join, can, may you? Can I have you next Tuesday to to come to this meeting? And then you get plugged into all another group. And some of the other ones, Whoa. although Jeff made it, you know, is more of the community outreach networking events, we have uh, your industry one. So we're in NARI and we're in HLA, which, sorry, uh, National Association of the Remodeling wow. Industry mm -hmm. and the Hotel Lodging Association. We're in IRAM, which is uh, real, real estate. Real estate. And we're in the apartment. You know, so th there are people here who focus more on industry-based. We yep. kind of like to focus on people's strong points. Like Jeff, not really the sales. He would prefer to get to know you and build the relationship with you. We mm. have the people who are focused more on sales, and, and they're all about business. And it's just we, we focus on people's strong points and go with it. Go hard, long, do it, get it done. But like with Nari, uh -huh. we don't even do remodel work. Right. We said that at the beginning of this conversation. But you know what we have learned? Well, we got a great company lawyer from one of their shows that we went to. All right. And we also have a lot of contacts now for when we break somebody's wall down. <laughs> 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 or so, when we got to cut their driveway out. So yeah. It's not just about what, what this company or this group can do for you. It's what they, I mean, or it is more of how can this group then benefit us as a company. With Neri, that's kind of what our point of joining was that we have, we're going to make really great contacts, business contacts, one of which has given us huge amount of business because they've been so busy. So yeah. if that makes any sense, we've made connections. Connections and that, that... do the gaps. And, yeah, it's just it's been 
huge. Absolutely. That those connections that you might not overtly connect with, but there's a strategic alliances and, and follow on services that you can tap into that, that you need. And you said this earlier, Josh, uh, about, uh, well, I lost my train of thought. So, that's what happened. Yeah. Sometimes that happens. <laughs> yeah. That's, we can yeah, always circle right. back to it. Oh, yeah. good. What, I guess, what, if any books, trainings, programs have influenced the way that you guys think and the way that you guys operate as a, as a company? Any, any it's, gold? It's an old book written by Harry Beckwith. Okay. B-E-K-W-I-T-H. I think he's got two or three. And the one that we use is Selling the Invisible. Okay. It was written in the 80s. Um, it's a really cool book. So there's a few things in here in this book that uh, – uh, about companies that don't long, no longer exist. Mm. Uh, but everybody in the company, when they come to work for us, uh, goes through this class. We call it the book club, and we read it together. Okay. Mine basically thre- threadbare. There's one chapter in here that marketing is not a department. Mm. Everyone in your company is responsible for marketing your company. Every move you make is a marketing move. The way you drive our van, the way that you turn left, the way that you pull up into the driveway, the way that you go to the grocery store in the company uniform is a marketing move. Mm -hmm. Marketing is not a department. It is your business. Yeah, no doubt. That's powerful. One page of this book. Um, selling the invisible means we're selling something that doesn't exist. You can't see it, you can't feel it, you can't touch it. Like if you're buying a car, or you're buying a new television, or you're getting new carpet, or you're buying a new bed. We're selling to people a something, a service that doesn't exist. We're giving them a promise. Mm-hmm. So how do you do that? And that's a whole other world. But, right. But selling the invisible, it's a beautiful book. Awesome. So that that's that's a critical one. And we teach all of our associates that before they leave their 90-day period. All right. Great. And they all do it. So, I mean, it's always a challenge to get them to to actually dig into the material, but you just man you make it mandatory and kind of go through it with them. Mm-hmm. They're compensated as if they were plumbing underneath the kitchen sink. So got it. If that person and we've had people that say, you know what, I don't want to do this because I'm a plumber. And we laugh and say, "Okay, bye." Yeah, go. Yeah, go work somewhere else then, because obviously you're not. Exactly. Yeah, because for me, I was a technician for a long, long time. I know what it takes. I know the struggles. If somebody said, "Jeff, sit down here and read this book," and I'm going to pay you journeyman wages to do it, I'm going to do it. Yep. I know I'm going to learn something today, and so those are the kind of people that we want working with us. Absolutely. Well, I mean, this this has been a tremendous uh, episode. I think you guys have sh- really shared some outstanding information and ideas, and I applaud you for being willing to to share. Because some people, when they when they hit on something like you guys have, they want to keep it to themselves and kind of keep it keep it private. So I, I applaud you for being the the type of company, the type of people that are willing to share your your insights and your knowledge with the with the industry and the others that could really benefit from it. Well, now we just got to go out and start doing a whole bunch of new stuff, Josh. So thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, because it, it's not a hidden, it, it's not a secret. We want everyone to succeed. It's not, it's just, we sometimes feel 
almost a little like we we don't want to be talking about ourselves so much if that sounds so it's like if we can give back and help you in any sort of way we definitely will give you all of our little secrets tips and trades and if anybody of your customers that you're trying to close or trying to to get them to see the way wants to call and talk to us we'd be more than honored well that that's great oh, wow. thank you you guys have you guys have access to them and um listeners i don't know i you know tell me if you guys aren't cool with this but there's a great model on on their facebook page just to to pull it up and see what they're doing um you have you have the ability to to model success and um you know they've they've laid it out in a very effective way so you should definitely check out their page and maybe even like it so you can see what type of content and what type of updates they're putting out any other any other insights or anything you'd say to that that plumbing company maybe the guy that's at 500 and trying to get to a million or a million trying to get to that next level what insights or additional nuggets of wisdoms would you share for uh, for that guy or that gal for me it's been letting go okay and trusting the people that you've hired and don't be upset when those people that you trusted weren't who you thought they were and you're going to quit doing that you got to just try it again yep you know what I mean? Um, if you want to grow to one million, then say it and do it. Say it. Say it over. Say it out loud. Say it loud and proud, and it'll happen if you want it to. Yep. For me, it's more think outside of the box. If it scares you, it's good. That's a good one. Thank you. Well, thank you. The smartest thing you said all day. We get along really well, I promise. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I can tell. It sounds like a really fun, a fun place and a, and a wonderful environment. So again, I want to thank you guys for for your sharing. I want to thank you for the the insights. This has been tremendously valuable, uh, listeners. If you if you want to learn more, definitely check check out what they're doing. Look at their website. Look at their social media profile. Um, if you'd like to subscribe to this podcast and make sure that you're getting all of the new interviews as they're recorded and as they're uploaded. Uh, go to plumbingmarketing.net, and there you can find all of the previous episodes and subscribe for, for new ones. So thanks so much for joining us, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon.